Welcome to our Immigrant Journey podcast. My name is Mana, the producer and the host of the podcast. What are the common challenges we will face as immigrants? The immigration journey is a complex and challenging process. At this very moment, families, individuals, couples with new children, and even minors are moving from one country to another in search of new opportunities and a better life. Today, I'm going to discuss a few of the common challenges that immigrants will face on their journey. Let's just talk about the first and perhaps the most obvious one, language barriers. In 2018, researchers at MIT found that learning new skills really does become harder as we age. For example, the best age to learn a new language with native speaking proficiency is at 10 years old. We will certainly struggle to communicate effectively in our new country, which can make it harder to navigate civil society, find um, employment opportunities, and even make genuine connections in our communities. However, compared with the past two decades since social media has become a thing, we have much more access to resources that can help us overcome the language barrier. You can open Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok today, and there are so many content creators out there who are doing a really good job to simplify the process of learning a new language. Of course, it depends on which components of the language we're struggling with. For some, it may be that um, they need to focus more on learning the everyday spoken conversation, like asking for direction or grocery shopping, the basics, right? For others, like professionals, it may be learning how to read and write professional emails or effective communication for the workplace. But let's say verbal communication is one of the key tools to be effective in your job. For example, that could be a therapist or a position where presentations are needed frequently. In those scenarios, the level of communication has to be much more developed. My personal key takeaway, if you're not comfortable with the new language, Look for positions in which you can start today based on the language level you currently have and think of it as a stepping stone to the next place you want to go. For some, it may be a position in which you aren't required to speak much, but it will give you the opportunity to listen to the conversations around you, giving you some knowledge of the vocabulary. And finally, Find opportunities everywhere. Take a stroller and as you listen to others speak, identify which words you know or which words you don't know but hear often. Then go back home and fill in the gaps. Learning a new language can be challenging and takes time. Really have the confidence in knowing that you're on your way to becoming more fluent in every interaction you have the opportunity to use the new language. The process of learning something new takes 
a long time and we might get discouraged and give up but keep in mind all people you see around yourself who speak the second or perhaps the third language they had to go through the same rigorous process too including myself when it comes to learning a new language there's no shortcut it is all about repetition and grit sometimes we're embarrassed about the words we don't know how we pronounce things our accent etc but again we all need to go through the same steps to feel comfortable to communicate in our new country i already knew how to speak and write at an advanced level when i moved to the us while still in my home country so if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't moved to the new country yet i highly recommend you to spend as much time as possible to learn the new language however in my personal experience i realized i don't know much about the culture people would talk about topics that i had no clue about and many times i felt left out when hanging out with new friends and colleagues let me tell you a personal story i was working at radio shack about a few months after i moved to the us when one day one of my coworkers a young guy in his 20s showed up at the store with a bunch of small flags in purple and yellow colors he was excited he went around the store and handed colleagues a couple of flags so they could cheer the team as they were driving by he handed me two flags as well well first i tried to hide my reaction which was total confusion because i had not heard about the lakers before but my confusion was so obvious that um he sarcastically said you don't know the lakers do you i said nope then he turned around and told other colleagues guys she doesn't know the lakers we need to educate her more and everyone laughed this is one of many examples that i experienced um struggling with learning the culture and i had two choices my first choice would have been to isolate myself and try as much as possible not to get into any daily conversations with people the second one was to remind myself daily that this is a process that i should go through to learn faster about the new culture and the new language i chose the latter the next one is cultural differences immigrants face challenges adjusting to the cultural norms values and experiences in their new country some aspects of cultural differences might be so obvious that you will notice them immediately after you move when i first came to the us i remember the first time i used a bathroom at a restaurant a couple of weeks after i landed in the us and i could see the shoes of the person in the stall next to me let's just say the shoes weren't the only thing i observed i found it bizarre and uncomfortable yet there are many other aspects of the culture 
that are not obvious and it may take years to learn. I'll gladly give you a personal example as someone who came from Iran where Tarof is a common form of etik in our culture. I must have been in the U.S. for more than a year at this point and was working um, as a banker in one of the major banks. My salary afforded me a very small studio on the west side of L.A. and a bit of Honda Civic. You could say that my salary was decent, but there was no funding stream for leisure or discretionary activities. The first time I went out with some colleagues for happy hour, the check arrived and I immediately offered to pay and I must have insisted because in my culture it's common to do all pay, no all pay. So you go back and forth until ultimately uh, one gives up and someone pays the bill or at least a portion of it. In simple terms, arguing when the bill comes is expected. However, in this instance, my colleagues had zero counteroffer. So I ended up paying for a largely big bill at the time. And when I paid for that bill, I didn't go out again for a very long time. By the time I was able to go out again, I offered to pay again mostly out of habit and my colleague said oh no you don't have to do that but since you're insisting thank you i was baffled by the two experiences and had to ask a friend what was going on my friend shared with me that this culture tariff is meaningless she told me to wait for a few minutes after the bill arrives or until people start reaching out to their wallets to see how everyone wants to pay for the check. Little did I know that there are several other situations that you encounter in such scenarios, such as when people insist on paying for exactly what they had or if the group decides to split evenly. The next time I went out with my colleagues, I followed my friend's instruction and it worked. This is just one silly example. But the truth is there are so many of these little things about a new culture we might assume we know, but miss in the first few years, which makes us feel lost and out of balance. To me, the best way to describe the experience of being in a new country for the first few years is to um, imagine you're walking on a piece of rope with arms open on your sides and moving in the air as you're doing your best to keep your balance and not fall off. My only advice for you is to have fun and look at it as a new skill you need to learn and you will get it soon as long as you don't get upset every time you fall. The next challenge is um, legal and bureaucratic hurdles. The immigration process can involve a complex set of rules. And of course, the complexity also depends on which route you have taken to 
migrate to a new country. There's like ton of paperwork and you definitely need some support to help you navigate the legal system. This is a tricky one. If you're fluent enough, try to educate yourself using Google or YouTube or any other content available out there to some extent. So when you reach out to the professional services or even ask friends to help, you can decide if the advice works for you and your situation. Of course, it will take more time to do the research yourself than trusting an advisor to do the work for you. But that was my approach and I'm glad I did it the harder way because it helped me so much to learn. Sometimes I tell people who have just moved here that imagine you just entered a four-year degree program to become a citizen of the new country. You need to learn something new every single day. However, do know that the legalities of each country's immigration framework can vary greatly. There are countries where it can be near to impossible to navigate the legal system. In these cases, consider reaching out to leaders or individuals in your new community who represent your home country. I think it's important to rely on those people until you feel more settled. I said bye to my ego those years. I was here to learn. It took me a lot to move to the US and I was here to eventually be successful but I also realized quickly that there is no shortcut and I am still new and I have to acknowledge that the path is going to be more challenging than I thought. At some points, I worked multiple jobs with no days off. I was a, a part of the hustle that sometimes is a part of the process of being an immigrant. The last one I would like to talk about in this episode is homesickness. You will miss your friends. You will miss your family, the familiar environments, the customs, culture, and even the smell of your home country. Unfortunately for some, this can lead to feeling of isolation and loneliness and even deep depression. I talked to quite a few people about their emotional experiences in the first couple of years, and it varied. For some, the homesickness started soon after they moved to a new country and went on for a very long time. Yet others, some including myself, didn't really experience homesickness the way it was defined and um, at the intensity that some of my other friends had experienced it. I had read once somewhere that researchers found that the greater the difference between cultures and cultural values of the new country and our home country, the more difficult the adjustment, which leads to homesickness. This can lead to a lack of interest in your new surroundings and as a result, lack of belonging. So instead of you become the observer of the new culture and learn new things, you are going to resist 
and you are going to begin judging the differences that you would experience. This can make it difficult to be open so that you can learn more about the new culture. One suggestion is to reach out, preferably a professional or trusted friend, to discuss some of the emotional turbulence you may experience. And if not that, finding an expressive outlet for the emotions, whether it be writing, painting, walking, dancing, or anything that might pique your interest, so that you can express yourself as you need. It can make a huge difference in your adoption of the new culture. One of the other things that I would always recommend to new immigrants is try to put yourself in the spaces and situations that you have interaction with the new culture, yet you don't have to get engaged in deep conversations at the beginning. I remember when I moved to California, my favorite thing to do is to take dance classes because it will help me to overcome the fear of being in a place that I don't know everything about it and hang out with people who look and act very different than me. Yet I realized that there's so much fun to be in those dance classes and interact with them and, you know, like many other dance classes, there was this big mirror in front of us. So as we were just following the instructor and, you know, the dance moves, I would see the smile on everyone's face. So that was my way of making myself comfortable. You can find some of those activities in um, different websites. The one that at the time was popular and you still can find uh, people and and groups who get together frequently to do certain activities is called meetup.com m-e-e-t-up.com just go on there create your own account and um, type in your zip code um, it will also allow you to find the activities you're interested in from a drop down box so you can really um, narrow your search down to um, certain activities that you are interested in so that was my way but as long as you're you're open to learn about the new culture um, you can try anything it is important to be aware of these common obstacles that we talked about today but don't forget despite these challenges many immigrants are able to overcome the obstacles and build successful and fulfilling lives in their new countries and I'm sure you will be one of them thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to podcast so you don't miss the future episodes